You're listening to the Alpha Man Project with your host, Ted Rice. Would you like to be bigger, leaner, and stronger? Do you want to develop the confidence to go after what you want in life? Or how about becoming the man that women want to be with? It doesn't matter if you're a successful CEO or working 9 to 5. We're here once a week to empower you to reach your full potential so you can live life on your own terms. You deserve greatness. Now it's time to make it happen. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Find it all at alphamanprojects.com. Now back to the show. I'm your host, Ted Rice, and today I have Kamanzi Constable. Kamanzi is a former bread delivery guy turned best-selling author, international speaker, and life coach. In the last eight months, he has lost 145 pounds and counting, running a full marathon, and ran over 850 miles total. His mission is to help people live the incredible life they're capable of living. And I just shot a couple emails back and forth with him. Today is Friday. We're doing this interview on Friday. And he's already biked over 150 miles, ran 20 miles, and sl- swam two miles since Tuesday. So he's a man on the mission. So come on, Z, welcome. And let's kick it off with your success quote. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The kind of the mantra that I live by is a quote from Brendan Bouchard, and it says, "At the end of our lives, we all ask, we all ask, did I live? Did I love? And did I matter?" And um, definitely, with the the whole weight loss journey, is is definitely falls into the living category. Absolutely. So that was in what? Why exactly? How did that that quote resonate to you? Why is it so powerful to you? Uh, for me, three years ago, uh, Ted, I was living a life that you could best describe as existing. I was at a job that I hated. I was um, overweight. I was 130 pounds overweight. I was um, just going through life wondering if there was more. And it was three years ago when I just said enough is enough. I, I want to really live my life. And it was kind of funny after I made that decision and I and I had ran in ran into a Brennan Bouchard's book and I saw that quote in there and it's, and it's so true. I, I want to live and I want to really love and I do want to matter. Wow. Very cool, man. That's a, that's a powerful story there. And, uh, this podcast is all about fitness and I interview a lot of fitness professionals about their best tips for getting in shape, getting guys in shape in particular. And, but I love to have people like yourself on here because you're not a fitness professional. You're this uh, bread delivery guy turned best-selling author, international speaker, and life coach. And you did this all on your it, all on your own. Can you tell us about your journey? Of I know it started out with that quote, uh, and and that inspired you to start taking action. But how did this weight loss journey? And I know, uh, start for you, and also why running, why the endurance exercise? Yeah, um, for me, it started even before it was, I guess it was four years ago that I was overweight and I wanted, I was, I was the best man at my brother's wedding. And when I had saw the pictures of how I looked in that wedding, um, how big I was, and, and they had to order a special tux for me, I just, I knew I had to do something about it. So, um, 
I, I went to the extreme angle at first. I was doing four hours a day of cardio, and I was eating 1,200 calories a day, wow. which was not enough, and it was too much exercise. I was always cranky. I was always tired, but I lost 132 pounds in six months, so I lost it really fast, but I never really learned what it meant to be healthy and to have a healthy lifestyle, so that next year, I gained all that weight back plus some, and that, that would bring us to about um, June 15th of, of 2013. Uh, again, I was uh, the best man at my best friend's wedding this time. And of course, now with social media, the, the pictures are on there pretty quickly. So I'm looking at these pictures of social media of me as the best man, and I realize I'm huge again. I said, what happened? And, you know, um, in between that time, I, I told you I was at a job that I hated. I was delivering bread at midnight. So I, I had this just this odd schedule where it was physical work. But during the day, when I was hungry, I'd go and I'd grab some fast food real quick. You know, I didn't have time to sit down for a meal or anything like that. So I grabbed fast food and I, the pounds just kept piling on. So after my friend's wedding, which was on June 15th, on June 16th, I decided to um, weigh myself and I weighed in at 370 pounds. Wow. And it was the heaviest I had ever been. And it kind of scared me because my father had uh, just died not too long ago from um he died from heart disease from being overweight. And so I'm like, you know what? You did this before, but if you do this again, you really have to not just lose weight, not just diet. You have to learn what it means to be healthy. So from that point on, I had the first time I had lost weight, I had done it through running. Um, running is, is kind of natural for me because my parents are from Kenya. And when I was 14 years old, I lived in Kenya for two years. And uh, when I lived there, we ran every day, all day, and we did it barefoot. Right. So it was some really hardcore running. So I always I just love to get out there, throw on some music, and just go for some distance. So <laughs> on June 17th, I went for my first run to really try to lose weight, and I couldn't even run for a mile. Like I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. Like I was breathing heavy, and it was, I couldn't even do the mile. And at that point on, I just set baby steps. So instead of doing some crazy diet and crazy workout, I decided I would uh, uh, try to exercise for 45 minutes a day, see what I could do. Um, and then I would, my diet wouldn't be anything crazy. What I did is I cut out the sugars and the sweets and all the junk food and then just was uh, had portion control on, on everything else. So uh, portion control bills and, and working out a little bit every day. And... Once I started getting out there and running and building up the endurance, you know, my muscles started maybe remembering uh, the running from back in the day. I, I, I saw that I could run more and more distance. So I got to the point where I, I was grooving and I was running five miles um, six days a week. So I was doing some, some good miles. And my diet, I, I haven't had up to this point, I haven't had like soda or sweets or junk food in eight months. Wow. And I don't, I don't miss it. And so um, as, as I just did that, and uh, the weight started coming off, and it's 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 pretty cool. And as I built up endurance, I started adding diff other elements to it. Like I started adding some uh, strength training. I started working out with a personal trainer, and she showed me a few things. And so I added some strength training, and and now up to this point, I've lost 145 pounds, and I'm still working on getting those last few pounds off. 
Yeah, but man, yeah, that what you've done so far, I mean, that's just, you know, I really want to congratulate you. And also, you, you said something really important. You said that you, you lost that weight really quickly the first time around, but it wasn't really, you, you lost it quick in that six months, I think you said, but it was really an imbalanced program. You were you're over-exercising, you're eating that 1,200-calorie diet, which is really low. I'm guessing you're probably, probably a pretty big dude just in general. Uh, and, you know, it, that's so important. So many people get so extreme. So how did you transition? I know you went into a little bit of that, but what – and you started doing some strength training too, but um, what was that transition that you made – mentally uh, to start doing things the right way because I'll tell you what, in my personal training business, I deal with clients all the time. These guys haven't done anything in years and uh, they're, they're in varying degrees of, of being overweight, but they are out of shape. I don't care you know, how much weight you, you have to lose. If you haven't been doing exercise, you're, you're just not used to it. You got to start slow. And they try to jump in so quick, try to put the pounds on the bar. I'm like, no, guy, you're going to destroy yourself. You're, 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 you know, you're not in your 20s. You got to take this slow. You got to be smart. You have to have that long-term goal. So what, what caused you to have that transition, that maturity from what did you learn from that first time around that transitioned into a, a, a way of life that you've been able to keep? Well, I definitely learned a few things. One of them is that um, this isn't a race. It's a marathon, and I know that's a cliche, but um, this is going to take a while. It, it took a while to gain the weight. It's going to take a while to lose the weight. So just uh, have some patience and realize that it's going to take time and realize that it's, it's a whole lifestyle change. You're not just deciding to diet to lose weight. You're shifting your lifestyle. Um, even in that evolution of shifting from not eating junk food, not eating sweets, to eating right, to portion control. Now I've gotten to the point where I've shifted to even, I don't know if it's going to be forever, I've shifted to becoming a vegetarian, cutting, cutting meat completely out. Mm. So it's, it's, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a lifestyle. And then the, the thing that helped me the most, um, a wise man um, that I used to see at the YMCA all the time told me this. He's like, realize that you got to take it one day at a time. So we, if you're overweight or if you're out of shape or whatever, like you, like you said, Ted, you want to jump in, you want to throw the weight on and all of that, but realize that you just got to take it one day at a time. You got to wake up that next morning, put on those running shoes, get out there and run. If you come to, to the next day after, let's say you had a great run one day or you had a great workout one day, then you come to the next day and you don't feel like waking up or you don't wake up or something happens where you're not able to work out. Um, at that point, when, when that happens, that quote unquote failure happens, that's where a lot of people, um, get discouraged or they'll let that, that hold them back. If you had a bad day or you couldn't make it or whatever, take it for what it is. That was a bad day. Guess what? You go to bed. That day is over with the next day is a new day. So wake up on that new day and get back out there and get on track. Just focus on one day at a time. You know, I love what you're saying right now because it's something that, I think a lot of people don't really take to heart that it's it, it the first thing you have to have right is your mindset. 
if you don't have your mindset right, you're going to run into that, that quote unquote failure. And uh, if you don't have that perspective like you had where just take one day at a time, something bad happens, okay, fine, next day, let's uh, get back on track and make it happen. If you don't have that, that, that perspective, you might get thrown off and not be able to get back on. So love hearing that. Absolutely. So let's talk about, at first you started just running, but now you said you transitioned to working with a personal trainer and doing some strength training, by the way, which I love, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Uh, So what type of, what, what motivated you to start doing some strength training and what types of things are you doing with your trainer? Well, I knew that, um, as I lost the weight, I also wanted to get toned. I didn't just want to be um, skinny. I want to have some muscles. Um, when I lost the weight the first time, I had lost the weight pretty quick. I had lost 90 pounds, and I started working with a trainer four years ago. And so he got me on some free weights, got me bulked up, had a little bit of muscle. And, um, I mean, it actually worked because every time my wife saw me, she was always grabbing my arms like, ooh. So- <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah. this this time around though, um, I I knew that I wanted to be I wanted my core to be stronger, and also this time around something that's different is that I'm taking taekwondo, so um, having that strong core, having strong legs, having just a strong body, it just it will help in my taekwondo. So I um, met a woman who uh, was actually bringing her kids to taekwondo, and she's a personal trainer. And um, she introduced me to TRX. So that was like a whole new experience working out on TRX. And then really just like a lot of um, um, basic strength training drills, like drills like planking, like push-ups and sit-ups and, and bicycle crunches and, and jumping rope. Now, when she told me that I was going to jump rope, at first I thought this wasn't going to be a big deal. Dude, it is hard to jump rope, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It's hard to do it consistently. Yeah, especially uh, people don't realize, but uh, doing a five-minute session or 10-minute or longer of, of jump roping, yeah, it's, it's brutal. I haven't done it in a while, but uh, I remember those warm-ups. Yeah, And uh, after, after working with her, I realized, too, I mean, she's incorporating a lot of basic movements. Um, and one of them that I've really come to hate, and I hope she's not going to listen to this, is burpees. Man, Ooh. I hate burpees with a passion. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. So many people don't like them, but uh, they're, they're such a great exercise. That, that up and down motion really gets your heart pumping, huh? Yeah. Oh man, I hope she doesn't hear this because I know I'll be doing a hundred when I come to. <laughs> we'll keep it on the DL, maybe. Um, yeah. So, so let me ask you: How do you incorporate your strength training with your endurance training? Because you know, we we just talked. You've done all these. You've biked 150 miles, ran 20, and swam two since Tuesday, and it's Friday today. How do you balance that with your strength training and core training? Well, um, I do a little bit of it. I read a book, and I know you're going to reference books, so I won't tell you what the book's called. But in this book, it was talking about running and ultra runners. And it actually says most people, they stretch before they run. 
which is good. But they said something that's even better for a runner is to do some strength training. So like throwing some push-ups and, and sit-ups and some squats in there, get your, your blood pumping and your body going, and then go for your run. So I incorporate a little bit of that before I run. But the morning times, I like to wake up at 5. The morning is for lately I've been running, then I'll bike, and then I'll go swim. And then at night is when I do the, all the strength training. So all the movements, because I'm, I'm actually in Maui right now, and I'm, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I'm not near my trainer. So I just, I've taken everything that she's taught me, and I'm here in Maui, and the weather is amazing. So I'm outdoors. I'm doing this on the beach. I'm doing this in, in the grass and in the sunlight. I'll do at nighttime um, before I go to bed. That's when I'll do a second workout, and that'll be all strength training. So push-ups, sit-ups, planking, burpees, jumping rope, uh, taekwondo. And so I'm doing uh, two-a-days, I guess. Wow, that's awesome. And how many days a week are you doing that? Five days a week. Good. You're taking those two off. Nice. Yes. Nice. You got to rest that body sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, very cool about the martial arts, too. I'm a big fan of martial arts. Been in it for a long time. I actually had an injury in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and, and had to stop for a while. But, uh, yeah, uh, it martial arts, it's just not only is it a workout, but it really brings out that alpha side of you, right? Are you oh, I mean, that? and it's and it's it's very practical. I've There's a few times where, you know, I, I travel a lot for speaking, and I was in, in Jerusalem in Israel, and a couple uh, teenagers thought they were going to take my MacBook. I had my computer bag. I thought they would take my MacBook. And I just, you know, I said, hey, I, I'm not looking for trouble. Let me just go on. And they decided to attack. And, you know, I just had to protect myself. So it's very practical. Wow. Yeah, I would not want to. You sound like a pretty, uh, pretty big dude. I would not want to take a spinning back kick to my chest from you. <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, that's something I try to promote as well as really knowing how to take care of yourself. It's so important. That's nice. Most people never really get to the point where they have to use it. But if you're traveling like you are, that's that's a really good story, man. I, I'm, I'm glad you were able to do it in a way that, you know, protected yourself. Very cool. So, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about nutrition and uh, what you did there. I know you've gone. You said what was that? You said eight months without eating any junk food. Yeah, no fast food, no soda, no like garbage chips, you know, stuff like that. And if you're eating that, I'm not knocking your lifestyle. So let me just say that up front. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes one of us, Kamanzi, because I can't say that. <laughs> I have the I have these little organic uh, graham cracker key lime uh, frozen treat delights the other night, you know. But uh, my, my goal is a little bit different. I'm actually trying to get trying to get a little bigger, so I can I can handle it. But no, I hear you. So yeah, let's talk a little bit more about that nutrition. So you went without eating the the you've been going without eating the junk food, or and you said portion control does. So you didn't find like nutrition to you, – you didn't need to get too complicated with it is what it sounds like. That's the impression I'm getting. Yeah, I'm the kind of person that um, I have to have it simple. It has to be very simple for me. So like um, people talk about like task management and productivity and there's all these cool apps. I use the straight up notes app on my iPhone. 
just keep it very simple. So when it came to nutrition, portion control, you know, I'd always read that um, a, a one portion is like the size of your palm or something like that. So generally, that's just what I try to keep to is is that portion. Yeah, I, I love that as well. I went through a period where I was breaking down uh, caloric needs using this formula, which actually isn't even, now we're finding is not that accurate depending on the person, and breaking down the macronutrient ratios, the protein, the fat, the carbs in and, and each meal. And sometimes it just it's just a little too much. We just need to stick to those basics. So so can you talk a little bit more about those basics that you followed? Yeah, absolutely. It's um I've I've incorporated a lot more um vegetables and fruits which surprisingly I I didn't eat those um back then when I was eating the junk food, but I've come to love them. Just vegetables and fruits are delicious. And even since then um becoming a vegetarian not having meat um you would think I thought I would be craving meat like crazy because I love meat, but I actually haven't. Um, being here in Maui, I'm staying on an organic farm where there's uh, like seven or eight fruit trees and there's vegetables, so I can go out and I can pick whatever I want. Man, I've I've made noodles and loading them up with veggies. I've made um, just uh, vegetable dishes and salads. It's it's been great. Yeah, and I'll just tell you right now, I'm jealous that you're in Hawaii. I've always wanted to go out there. I've actually made it to Tahiti, but never to Hawaii. So that's that's on the to-do list. So very- well, hey, if you're if you're in Maui, come come say hi. All right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, you so you live there now, huh? Uh, our family is moving here, so I'm here for three weeks looking for housing for our family. The rest of my family comes on April eighth. Wow! Congrats for that, man. That's uh, it sounds like a a, a big move from Milwaukee to uh, Maui. So, very very cool. Um, so let's get back to that vegetarian thing. Uh, I actually have a a, a a business acquaintance of mine who's a vegan, and the guy is massively strong. You would not uh, you would not say his <laughs> muscles are small at all. And uh, the guy eats no, not only does he not eat meat, he doesn't eat any animal products whatsoever. So how do you make up for the, the protein in your diet when you're just eating plants? Do you incorporate fish or what, what do you do for the, the protein part? For, for me, since I'm such a newbie to this, um, I've, I've incorporated fish. I'm not, I never was a huge fish eater even before this. So that's been kind of hard because I never, I've never in my life liked fish, but I've had some delicious mahi mahi here, some delicious tilapia. So I've incorporated uh, a little bit of that into my diet for protein. And then of course, um, after I work out, I'm taking some whey protein. Yeah. Got to take the whey, right? Yep. You don't have to, but man, it just makes such a big difference with uh, your results from from strength training in particular. Do you use it for Uh, the running? Yeah, definitely for the running. And now that I'm here, I've been mixing it with uh, fresh coconut water. Wow. Fresh coconut water right out of a a coconut. Right out of a coconut. Nice. Yep. Right from the tree (laughs) in in, uh, sunny Maui, Hawaii. I'm in Miami Beach, so it's not, you know, I'm not too, too jealous. But, uh, yeah, Hawaii... (laughs) 
the stories I hear about Hawaii, I just, uh, I'm definitely going to get out there. I might have to take you up on that visit. Um, yeah, very cool. So, so let's get more into, uh, one thing that I haven't asked you about is like what you said you were a bread delivery guy that you're working the night shift was your lifestyle, like, uh, the sleeping, uh, what, what other changes did you make to, to, Im, to help embark on this, this lifestyle change of fitness? Uh, yeah, I was, when I delivered bread at midnight, it was actually my business. But, um, when you have employees, if anybody's listening to this, you have employees, you know that, uh, you get some turnover. So I'd get those calls and I, I never was not in the business. So delivering bread at midnight and then having a wife and kids meant that they had activities, there was uh, the programs to go to and whatnot. I was averaging for, and this is, and I'm not exaggerating here, you could ask my wife, uh, for 12 years that I did this, I was sleeping three to four hours a night. No, man, really? Yes. And I was the crankiest person you ever met. Um, It was hard for my body to recover. The weight came on quick because of the lack of sleep. And so... Three years ago, I'm like, when I made this this big change, I'm like, you know, I want to lose weight. I want to change my whole lifestyle. I had always had a passion for writing. So I took some um, different things that I have observed about work and the working man. And I, I self-published a book called Tales of the Everyday Working Man and Woman. And it was my contribution to the working man. The book didn't sell anything. It sold like uh, five copies in the first six months. It was a complete flop. And then at that point, um, just like with working out and, and weight loss and all that, I realized you got to take it one day at a time. I got to go back and I got to research. Well, how do you do all this internet stuff? And so over the next couple of years, I figured out a few things. I self-published a second book and both of those books over a three year, two and a half year uh, span ended up selling over 80,000 copies. Wow. And so I was able to transition then from doing something I hated to be completely supported by my books. And then I started um, speaking. I got some invitations to speak. Once the book started getting some exposure, I got a deal with the publisher. So then I, I transitioned to writing and speaking. And then I started coaching people, like people that were in the same position as me, like the family man that wanted to live life on his own terms. Well, how do you do that? And I started coaching people that were where I was. And so that's what I do now, and that's what allows me to, to have that location independence where I can pick up and go to Maui. That's such a great story, Kamanzi, especially we've talked a lot about fitness and nutrition, and but what it really is is part of this bigger picture to not just get in shape, but just to get more out of life. And you went from doing that job that was actually your own business but it just wasn't right for you. You're only sleeping a few hours to completely changing and writing those two books, which have sold over so many copies and coaching people and speaking and now moving to, to Maui. That is, that's such an inspiring story. Can you talk a little bit more about what you do now in, in terms of work, the coaching, the speaking? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So now, um, I wrote the book that got picked up with the publishers called is actually called Are You Living or Existing? And so really it was uh, my father had died, as I told you, at 54. It really got me thinking about um, living life and existing. And really what that means is, is all those dreams, all those passions, all those things you want to do, going after them. 
um, not living a life of regret. Um, the phrase that I always think about is dying empty. So whatever you have inside, you just go out there and put it out there. And one thing that I always caution when I talk about this is realize that um, Ted and I are talking about a lot of things in you know an interview here, um, in, 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 in an interview here. So we're talking about a lot of things that happened over multiple years. Realize that in between all these things happening, there was a lot of times that I failed, a lot of times that I bumped my head against the wall, and a lot of times that I wanted to quit. It, it, it didn't just happen overnight, and it didn't just happen smoothly. But the thing that brought me to where I am today and Ted and those that are successful is that we know that when we fall, we know that we're going to get right back up. So if you're going through things in your life with your weight loss journey, with your job, with your family, whatever it is, um, and you experience those moments that you just want to hit your head against the wall, um, realize that uh, that's a bad day, bad situation, whatever. Fall down, get back up, start fresh the next day and keep going forward. And so now for me, um, that's exactly what I love to write about. How do you do this? What is the, the steps that it takes to do this practically from having a dream in your head to actually making that dream a reality? And when I speak, I speak, um, Ted, in the last two years, I've traveled over 300,000 frequent flyer miles to speak at conferences all over the world. I mean, you name it. I was in, um, my, I took my wife, she went with me. We were in London, Paris, and Kenya in October. Um, I was speaking in Israel in March, um, traveling all over the world to speak. And it's just such a thrill to be able to get out there and share my message. And then coaching, helping that, that, that man that is struggling, that, that just doesn't know what to do, helping him see that it is possible and giving him a game plan to do it. Yeah, that's, that's so important because so many people out there are struggling and uh, they're not getting the right messages. They're watching too much TV, too much uh, 24-hour news or local news, and it's just negativity all the time. And it's, it's really, uh, you know, it's up to guys like us to bring that message to them. And, uh, you know, you said you lost your dad at 54. I, I've, lost, I've had several tragedies in my life where I've, I've lost uh, uh, close members of my family. Uh, my dad's still around, but he's the one who in actually inspired me to go into fitness um, first because he was into fitness and then got out of it and actually had cancer and survived Ooh. it. But yeah, he survived it. The guy, he's a tough man and, and a, a great man and great dad. But man, it, it just really, uh, it, it, those tragedies, they make you reevaluate your life. And like you said, uh, you know, those are just some of those down days. Actually, for me, it was a, a down more than a few days. But <laughs> like you said, you have to keep going. And I love your message, Kamanzi. And that's so. And you're personally inspiring me with all uh, your your stories about your travels and and speaking because that's something that I want to get into as well, more for the fitness. But I just wanted to, you know, let you know that you're you're you got me pumped up right now. That's good. good. I'm glad. Anything is possible. I've definitely seen that. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's jump into your book recommendations because um, we all know, or at least you and I know, Kamanzi, that reading books, being educated, educating yourself, not so much formally and learning calculus and, and physics, but uh, uh, 
you know, real life skills and how to succeed and or get what you want in today's world is you got to be reading. You got to be reading. You got to be staying on top of things. The world is changing so fast. So what two books do you have for us? Yeah, um, the first one I alluded to, it's called uh, Born to Run. And um, I, my trainer, um, she recommended this book, and I started reading it, and I couldn't put it down. It is, as as a runner, just anybody who's exercising, there is so much good stuff. And that book was what inspired me, too, to become a vegetarian, just seeing how most of those ultra runners don't eat meat and seeing how it helps their, their runs. And so it's a fabulous book. It's about a tribe in Mexico. The, I, I don't want to... Um, um, I don't want to ruin their name, but it's like Terra Omara tribe in Mexico. It's like the best runners in the world. Um, and they're running in sandals, you know? So, wow. and, uh, yeah. yeah, they're running in sandals, but I mean, when they run, they're running like a hundred miles out of crack. And so just the, the stories in there and then the, the research that the author put into the book, I mean, he put, took so much time and put so much research. It's just really opened my eyes. And so I'm loving that. And then the second book, um, I'm kind of torn. I really like the four hour body by Tim Ferriss. Um, there's some kind of some wacky stuff in there and some wacky experiments. That's what Tim does. But I, I think for the second book, I have to recommend, um, and this is a really old school book. It's the original biggest loser book. Okay. So when I lost weight the first time I read that book, like it was the Bible and I followed all their tips and, you know, I, I took it a little bit too far. But there was so much um, good stuff in that first Biggest Loser book. I don't know what the books have looked like since, but that first one um, just had so much valuable tips about eating, uh, portion control. It had pictures to show you what it should look like, pictures of exercises. It was just a fabulous book. Wow. You know what? I, I got to check that out. And the Born to Run, that's the that's probably the third or fourth time. I mean, I've, I'm aware of the book. I've, I've read some stuff on barefoot running and the biomechanics of it and everything, but that book keeps coming up. That's something that I guess I should read. That's like the universe telling me, uh, you know, you hear that enough times, you should check that out. Yeah. Well, not only is it uh, valuable and a lot of good info, but it's just very entertaining too. Nice. Yeah, that is uh, not something I'm going to look into. Great. So, Kamanzi, if you had, let's say that, You've on the, been on this long weight loss health journey. I want to actually, I don't want to call it a weight loss journey. I want to call it a health lifestyle journey because that's what it really is. I think weight loss sometimes uh, you get into the, if you focus on, oh, I got to lose the weight, you end up like your first your first go at, losing, uh, at, at getting in shape where you kind of burnt out. But now you have this whole lifestyle. So imagine that you were first embarking on this journey, this healthy lifestyle journey, what would you, what would you do differently? And what would you, what types of exercises would you do? What type of routines would you follow? What type of nutrition? What would you do differently? The, the very first thing I, I would, would have done, or I would recommend, um, the very first thing I would have done is talk to somebody get a uh, partner in this journey. Um, Nothing beats having a good support system on those days when you fail and you just want to cry and you have that shoulder to cry on. 
that is just, that's the difference between success and failure. So I would get a good friend, a spouse, um, a family member, whoever, and just say, hey, this is exactly what I'm going to do. Um, I want to lose this weight. I want to change my lifestyle. Can I be accountable to you? So I would set that up first. And from that point on, I would uh, get into the research, um, see what's working, what's not working. And then more importantly, um, see what's going to work for me because it's not a one size fits all. So see what works for me. I would start out with the portion control. I would definitely cut out the, the soda. That is, that's got to go no matter what. The junk food, McDonald's, KFC, whatever, all that has definitely got to go. I would definitely cut those out. But for my meals, I would just add some more fruits and veggies. Um, I would have that, that portion control, figure out what, what the right portion is for you and your calorie count. And then for, for breakfast, um, all I would, ha- I would simply have oatmeal. I've really come to love oatmeal for breakfast, and especially now here on Maui, I'm throwing in fresh fruit. I would just stick with oatmeal for breakfast. And then as uh, far as working out, me, I would run. Now, I know um, the, the research shows that 8 out of 10 people cannot run. You'll injure your body. Your body just can't handle the running. So I know running is not for a good majority of people. But um, if it's the, the thing that I did to lose that really helped the first time was I got on the elliptical. I, the elliptical is great. But the point would be it was I would do at least 30 minutes of working out five days a week. I would start there, start small. I would start with cardio first lose a couple pounds and then add strength training because I've seen, I've seen it a lot where guys are doing the strength training, which is good, but they have a whole bunch of fat on top of their body. So you're going to build some muscles that you'll never see. You need, you need the cardio and yes, strength training does give you really good cardio, but I would start with the cardio. And so I would just start small and I would, I would build on it just a little bit, get, get some victories, get that first week in there, get that second week in there. And then by the 21st day, I, I believe it's 20, 21 days to create a habit. It's not going to start to be, I'm going to work out, I'm dieting this or that. It's going to be a habit. And then it's eventually going to be part of your lifestyle. Wow. That is some great info. And I love it coming from you because you're not someone who's uh, in the fitness industry uh, just so you know, in, in the fitness industry, there's a lot of dogma and a lot of things that become trendy for trainers or other fitness professionals to talk about. And aerobic exercise is just one of the things that constantly gets hated on. And uh, I personally have a different perspective on it. I, I, I really like, uh, I used to think that that was a terrible thing to do to start with that uh, with, with aerobic exercise, but I've come to really, as I've gotten older, I've really come to appreciate, uh, like you said, first developing what's called an aerobic base. So that's really cool that you figure that out on your own and with the help of the, the people that you've had in your life and through those books. Uh, very, very cool story, Kamanzi. Well, you know, and the thing that I always come back to, I saw uh, Tony Robbins, I heard him say this in an interview. He said, why do we have a problem with uh, obesity in America? It's, it's not, he's, it's, he said it's not because of a lack of information. You can see all the books that there are on, on weight loss and eating right and all that, all the TV shows, all the podcasts, all the radio shows. It's not a lack of information. It's the stories that we're telling ourselves. So whatever story you're telling yourself, like, I can't do it, or I'm big boned, or that's just how it is, or I'm 
fine with it. Whatever story you t- tell yourself, Ted said it earlier, change that mindset. Tell yourself a better story. Tell yourself it is possible and then go out there and do it. Wow. Well, I, I love that. I love that. And uh, I know that you've inspired some, some men out there listening today to really start to take charge of their health and get their mindset right and to really take things slowly. Kamanzi, thank you so much for doing this interview. You, you totally rocked it. And I really personally enjoyed speaking to you and hearing your inspirational story. Uh, thanks for having me. I, this is just, it's been fun. I, I really have enjoyed meeting you, Ted, and I, I just wish you nothing but success. I know you're going to have success because men everywhere need this. Thank you so much. And for all the listeners out there who'd like to connect with you or to learn more about what you're doing, your speaking, your books, how can they reach you? Uh, head over to KamanziConstable.com. That's K I M. A-N-Z-I-C-O-N-S-T-A-B-L-E.com. Or you could Google it and you'd probably get close. There's not a lot of Kamanzi Constables. Or if you don't remember any of that, go to livingoregistingbook.com and you'll be redirected to the site. Stop by and say hi. Absolutely. And guys, all that info will be on Kamanzi's show notes page. So just if you wanted to listen right now because you're so inspired, you want to head over there and check out some of the things he's mentioned, there it is. Otherwise, it will be on the show notes page. So, Kamanzi, thank you so much. And uh, I maybe we can do this again and see where you're at in a, in a few months. And you can share, us, share with us your new insights. Oh, I would, I would love to come back. I'd love to tell you how the vegetarian experiment is going. Yeah, I look forward to it. Cool. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks. You've reached the end of another episode of the Alpha Man Project. Connect with us at alphamanproject.com. Your feedback is really important to us. It helps us learn, develop, and most importantly, improve our podcast for you. Give us a review on iTunes and receive a free grocery shopping list and four-week muscle-building workout. See you next episode.